20th Century Fox would like to introduce you to Pee-wee and his pals. Tommy, Mickey, Tim, and the biggest man on campus. Why do they call you meat? Because it's so big? When they're not in class, they're into everything. Energy you're gonna need it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pull over. But what they'd like to get into most is a place called Porky's. I left my idea. Here, use this one. That's my Bible school card. Unfortunately, we can only show you the outside of Porky's. Because what goes on inside is not to be believed. Boy, the locker room. Oh, it's turned me on. We'd like to show you more of the locker room, but this kind of physical education just isn't taught. We can't show you more of the shower scene. Because what they're looking at isn't watered down. They want us to look. They want us to look. Porky. You too will be back for a second look. Transmission will start in five seconds from now. Five, four, three, two, one, hit. Welcome to Waffle On Podcast. My name is Simon Meddings. I'm, I'm MC Kelly. I, I, well, you did a bit of a Max Headroom stutter then, weren't you? Yeah, no, I, no, I did it on purpose then for effect. Oh, did you? Not, yeah. not just to hide your Alzheimer's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, I've, I've got to say, with our brains, mate, we'd never know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had to say that to the doctor earlier on. I was like, can you write these things down? Because unfortunately, I can't remember anything. They just looked at me with such pity. It was unbelievable. <laughs> well, what about Bruce Willis? Oh, you know what? Yeah, right. You know, because of the Kevin Smith story, there's no yeah. doubt. Bruce Willis is a dick, isn't he? He is. I've a heard bit. bad things about him, but I think he was a good movie star. I know he did a lot of shit mm. the last few years, didn't he? Well, but I still done... liked him in films, and I'll always remember him. I'll always think of Pulp Fiction. The people go, he's no good. Pulp Fiction, he's amazing in it. Die Hard. I liked him in the nineties. He was really good, weren't he? Yeah. The thing is, right, is that he um. He's kind of like he's he's made I think eight films recently have gone straight to video, right? And all those kind of you know he has made some changes a bit like Nick Cage. Yeah, <clears throat> and Nick Cage was doing it to pay off his debts. I'm starting to think now Bruce Willis has done these films to get money in the bank. I mean I'm sure he was never going to run out of money, but I was supposed no, to thinking no, about his mean, kids, his family as well, and his family, his wife, and all that. And do you think though that his behaviour on Cop Out? Yeah. Was maybe so he's the start of it, his frustration of not being able to remember stuff, so he was getting arsy. 
It's hard to say because I think, like, be, like typical being a man, a man will put up with something for a lot longer and just take mm. it as being normal because yeah. I don't want to go to the doctors. Mm. It's mm. a male thing, that is, isn't it? Put up yeah. like your shoulder in it. You'll put yeah. up in for ages because you don't want to deal with it. And if you go, it's just the way I have to deal with things now. And you're right, this could have been affecting his mood swings and the way mm. he was with people because there was that thing where he did it with the in the COVID when he went into that place didn't he without a mask on in new york and he wouldn't yeah. wear a mask and they threw him out and it makes you think he probably wasn't processing Thinking. information or couldn't understand what people saying to him you don't yeah. know do you because that's how that's how it all starts and i'm just wondering if and i don't think it's the same but it does strike a little bit of resemblance you know to what terry jones had and yeah. you kind of think you that's know because my wife's a man said I wonder if he. I wonder if he's had a stroke because what he's got is normally a result of a trauma or a stroke. Now, you know, he doesn't. I've seen a picture of him recently, and he's he's standing. He's stunt double. Apparently, done had done virtually an awful lot of his work since the last M Night Shyamalan film, oh, right? Because right? you know, he's, in that film, he's virtually always in a, a hood. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And that's because it's not him. It's because it's his stunt double. And he was saying that he went out with him last week for a meal, and he said he's lost a lot of weight. And he said, but he'd always order big amounts of food, and but just pick at it. And I'm just wondering if this is the early stages of, of something that could be a, like a bit worse. Which, like a dementia. Because yeah, I mean, I'm a, that oh. Terry Jones thing, I, mm. it, it's so upsetting. It was that thing when I didn't think it could be so bad until there was that footage of him trying to speak on stage. And it, oh, yeah. Yeah. Bloody upset. And you think you can't believe it that, that something can affect your brain, can do that. And mm. it's right if it's like that, and he's like that because he might well be like that already. Might you don't know, do you? No, you don't know. Shocking, oh yeah, I mean speak? that really upset me. I mean he managed to say, "Oh, do shut up," once, yeah. <laughs> which I thought was very, very yeah. Terry Jones. And um, but you know, from a man who was incredibly intelligent and was a, a, a literal genius regarding um, yeah. Chaucer, wasn't he? Chaucer, yeah. he, he especially some of with Chaucer and Chaucer, sorry. Yeah. Um, and you know, for him to suddenly lose that ability, it's it's a bit like you've been un, been unable to pack hammers. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's it, bloody hell. That'd actually be a bonus, wouldn't it? Exactly. Or, or shave your ginger balls, as, as yeah, Rob yeah, K yeah, would so, say. Yeah. Hey, he's a uh, Rob K. He turned up on. I should turn around, everyone, ladies and gentlemen. We are recording again on Skype, um, so I do apologise for that. But I hope it's it's okay. Um, there was a Facebook. There was a Facebook thing where he put "Hello Waffles," and yeah. that was it. So he's still. I think that was his only phone call from prison. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> that was well, um, sh- should we should we mention um, not only Rob, maybe Rob K was responsible for whispering in Will Smith's ear. Oh right. You know what I mean? He could have been whispering in the background saying, you don't have ginger balls. And he's got up and smacked Chris, Chris Work. I see I there's uh, stuff going on with that today. No, I tell you what, what a fucking arsehole. And I like Will Smith. Mm. Made me change about him now. That they mm. tried to throw him out and he refused to go. Yeah, I know. I wonder what if that was the, the thing. And then went to a party and had a dance as if nothing's happened. Mm, bit of privilege he, going on there, isn't it? No, and I tell you what, though. I said, Chris Rock has come out this the best. Yeah. Chris Rock should have fucking had him arrested. I, I think he should have pressed charges. He would have learned then. You can't do that. I Something's going to happen to him now, isn't it? They're going to do something to him now, aren't they? Well, according, according to what I heard on the news earlier on, that um, they're looking at expelling, expelling him from the Academy, which yeah. means he won't be presenting next year's Best Actress Oscar, which I think is the, normally the way that the, yeah, the yeah, winner yeah. of it does it. But part of me goes, well, I think they should just remove his his um, his membership from the yeah. the academy. No, I don't think anyway. take his Oscar away from him because no, because he's what he's earned that. You know, yeah, yeah. 
you know, what they again saying that they did that with Noel Clark, but I suppose, and also the thing is, they did that with Noel Clark, they took no his bat away me. from him, right? And and so they took that away from him, but he's all the charges for Noel Clark now dropped, have been dropped. Now, I'm not saying he's innocent because no. these things don't, you know, there's no smoke without fire, no. so he's clearly has done stuff, and I, I'm, I'm not, I don't know the information enough to judge, but should they give him his bath back? Well, if he hasn't been charged legally, you know, he's done nothing wrong. There should done nothing. Yeah. Will Smith legally has done something wrong. Yeah, he assaulted yeah. someone in front of two hundred million people. Two hundred million, million people. And there's Jim Carrey turned around and said that you know I know we spoke about this the other day, but you know Jim Carrey spoke about it and turned around and said this you know once something's on the internet. It's on the internet. It ain't going to go away. There's no. nothing you can do to delete that. There's memes about it. There's stuff yeah. about it. And I think Chris Rock, maybe, as you say, he's definitely going to come out of this really well because it he did. hasn't messed anything. He hasn't commented no. on it. He hasn't pressed charges, which, as you say, he could well do. He's probably thinking more than anything, well, what good's he going to do? Yeah, he's because he's, he's got the upper hand now. He could he could do anything he wants to. Yeah, I, I don't think he's going to do that. He can, he, he's got, let's say, he's got chat shows ahead of him. He might even end up doing something with, with, with Will Smith. <laughs> well, did you say, though, that his ticket sales have gone up 200% since it happened? Well, there again, why would he ruin that? You know, at the end of the day, he's like, you know. Everyone's going to want to hear what he says because he hasn't talked about it a lot. No. I, heard him, I heard one thing where he said, I, I, I understand why he might be upset, but you could have talked to me backstage, man to man. And yeah. I said, I wouldn't have had a problem. I would have explained. It was a silly joke. Yeah, and it was That's just a silly thing. joke. It's, it's, it's her, I joke. think. It's just she's too controlling over him. I don't know what's going on there, but... Oh. You know that that reeks of uh, that reeks of controlling behaviour. That does it really does. Would well, do you hear what Bill Maher said about it, that thing? He said you can you can fuck his wife, but you can't make a joke about her. Yes, well, Bill Maher that, always has it right down to a T, doesn't he? Really, it, but it, it's true because we all know what. And he's obviously not enjoying that open relationship there, is he, Will Smith? I don't know anybody who can enjoy that kind of relationship at the end of the day. It doesn't work. It clearly, you know, it, it, she's enjoying it, but, uh, but it, it'd be very rare. You have two partners who, who enjoy that yeah. kind of thing. It doesn't, it doesn't work. And as you say, he's part of the Scientology group, whether something's happened there and he's, there's rumors of yeah. him no longer being part he's of that Scientology. <clears throat> but my wife said a thing who's like a, fe- a good feminist angle on this. She mm, said yeah. what she hated about it was the fact it's like a woman can't defend herself. Yeah. She has to get a man, give him a dirty look to get up and all like that. She said, if someone says something to her, she'd get up and say it herself. Why yeah. didn't she get up and say, what are you saying? Or why didn't she get up and slap him herself? Yeah. She had to get a husband. What have we come? And then I said, like, come back to the 15th century. Mm, we have yeah. to have a knight in shining armour to fight your battles. Because he was laughing. That's, oh, the, that's the thing. Think. He was laughing about it. And then she'd give him the, the old evil eye, and the stink he, eye. And he's had to go and do it. But you, you t- Emma's totally right there. I mean, what she could easily have gone up and slapped him or yeah. turned around and said, you know, said something Sorry, maybe. But no, and he made him look an idiot. And he made her look even worse, I think. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yes. Or she could have she could have come back with a sometimes with jokes. Like with say, you, you back. say something witty back. Yeah, yeah, if you're gonna like a heckle, if you're gonna heckle someone, be prepared you're gonna get something back. And that would have been the best way to well, go about it. That's what I think about the thing that if if they would have just heckled Will Smith. I don't think Chris Rock probably would have mind because that's part of being a comedian, isn't it? Yeah, he'd be and he used to that. Give him back. But the fact that he hit him mm. and then was heckling, that's yeah, a weird thing. He did it the weird way round as well, didn't he? Yeah, the whole thing. I mean, <clears throat> there is another part of me that goes, well, you know, somebody... I mean, okay. In, 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 if in, a, in a bar, if somebody slagged your wife off, that's different, isn't it? You're going to go up and give him a bit of the old, the old knuckles and that. 
but that's not that's 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 your professional and you know it's like i I watched again yesterday just for um you know shits and giggles watching the ricky gervais the best of ricky gervais on the golden globes oh god and he he aimed some rockets at some people and the only one who the only one who looked miserable for that was tom hanks you know but there again that's tom hanks in it really he's he's automatic on robot control where he can't change his facial expression for fear of not being a hollywood good guy Um, that's it everyone but my my I thing is about Will Smith, didn't man? That's well, pretty foul exactly. down, isn't it? But one of the greatest actors uh, America or the world has ever, ever, ever brought out, Robert De Niro. Oh, he sat there with Robert it. De Niro, Joe Pesci, Al Pacino, Mike Scorsese, and Ricky Gervais took the piss out of. He took the piss out of De Niro, but he took the piss out of Joe Pesci and and, and yeah. uh, Al Pacino, and they just all sat there laughing away, giggling about it. And you think that's what you do? You do, you know, you make yourself look bigger by laughing at it, but laughing at it. But there again, as you. He was paid, so paid people laugh. That's his job. Yeah, but yeah. you tell me who who won the Lifetime Achievement Award at the Oscars? Well, this is it. I don't know. <laughs> or was it? I think it was Samuel L. Jackson, wasn't it? Uh, this is it. No one knows about no any screaming. Who, who, who won? Who won? That's the fact that who won. The death First actor, yeah. death, and no one's talking about it. It's no, terrible. No, it's terrible. I mean, well, I don't. I, it it's to have a good party and afterwards, as if nothing's happened. Yeah. Bizarre yeah. behaviour. It really. Well, it's, it's schizophrenic behaviour. Yeah. Really, isn't it? Because he's gone from one to another, and but there again, as Jim Carrey turned around and says, and he was right. How do, you know? How can you then stand up and do a round of applause for somebody who's abused and hit somebody on stage, and then carried on as if nothing's happened? They need to look at themselves as well. Yeah. They need to start thinking, oh, I mean, there's us giving a round of applause. Yeah, give him a round of applause, but not do a standing ovation. No, no, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, you would have got a standing ovation if you hadn't been such a prick, but you've been yeah. a prick, and no, I'm sorry, I ain't, I ain't doing it. So, but yeah. talking about pricks, Cal. What are we talking about today? <laughs> what a segue. We're talking about a film of our youth, Porkies. Porkies. And what do we do before we talk about it? I was thinking about this. You play some form of theme tune. I do have the theme tune, so that's good. Well, there's loads of what you realise is at the end. I was looking at the soundtrack. It's got some amazing Hank Williams records on there, isn't it? Oh God, yeah, the, yeah, the soundtrack is brilliant. Oh yeah, it really is. Uh, so, Porky's. Let's crack on and talk about it. So, um, it was released uh, in 
uh, Columbia, South Carolina first, November 30th, 1981, and then in the rest of the US and Canada, March the 19th, 1982, as an excellent running time of 98 minutes. It had a budget of four to five million, but made 160 what? million. So that's a good return from that. No wonder they uh, they they begged Bob Clark to come back and do uh, Porky's 2. Um, it's directed, written, and produced by Bob Clark. Uh, music was by Stan Carl, uh, sorry, by Paul Zaza and Carl Zitra. Now, um, Bob Clark, Kel, you, you you mentioned to me the other day that UNM like watching uh, a, a, a dark film at Christmas. Right? We love horror uh, films at Christmas. Me and Emma okay. always do, yeah. Have you seen a film called Black Christmas made in 1974? Well, you know, I've read about this. I mm. think of might have been my past, but I can't remember it. But I'm sure I know it's one of the first slashers mm. Mm. because it was I know it was before Halloween. And everyone talks about Halloween being the first slasher. But they say, actually, it's Black Christmas. I think someone in my past have watched it, but I can't remember it. I must I- have in my life. Okay, so well that like it as well, it now just come I, out. As yeah, well. there is, but this was a this was also a Bob Clark film, Black yeah. Christmas, that he'd done and starred a, a very young Margot Kidder, uh, Lois oh. Lane from Superman, yeah. and uh, you, one of your favourite men, John Saxon. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Uh, Bob Clark. So Bob Clark was born August the 5th, 1939 in New Orleans. Uh, director, writer, known for A Christmas Story also in 1983, Baby Geniuses in 99, and of course the first two Porkies films. He passed away on April the 4th, 2007. So he was 67 years old uh, when he when he passed away. Um, so, I mean, he, he kind of like, I only did the first two because there's, there's several sequels to this, but he was in talks with um howard stern to do a remake of porkies before he passed away uh, in, yeah well yeah i think we've talked about this haven't we will suppose we'll talk about it now there's things mm. in it that you couldn't make anymore yeah there really is right <laughs> there really is and we will talk about this in a minute yeah, we'll talk about it, yeah but you know what i got from this because i remember when i said to you we were going to do it and you watched it and i went i was in dating mm. then you went Actually, not as much as you think, and exactly, you're exactly right there, you know, because mm. that film surprised me, you know. Oh, what, really? Uh, was it over two nights? Yeah. And you take out the smut, which mm. is not as much as you think there is. This no. what I, that's what shot me. Yeah. I remember yeah. when watching that when I was a kid, a big sex farce. <laughs> actually, the film's more serious than it's. It's funny. Yeah. I, that last part of it is really serious. Mm. You know, the serious subject he's talking about in this film that you don't realise when you're a kid, all about racism and xenophobia and anti-Semitism and bullying in it from the dad. And it surprised me, you know, how serious it was. And maybe that's because you're when you're a kid. So when's the last time you watched this film? Oh, well, I I, I bought it, but I... I think I watched it when I bought it originally, so it's probably about five years ago. Um, and it's longer for you, though, isn't it? Oh, well, I, was, I went to see my brother last night, and me and my brother used to watch this film loads when we were kids. Yeah. Because you get a video shop and it'll just give you anything. Remember the video shop I used to go to, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. He'd, <laughs> he'd give me anything I bloody wanted. He used to keep a box for me and had all the bloody pornos and horror films in it, <laughs> which is irresponsible, but that was the 80s for you, weren't it? But very welcome. But welcome. <laughs> I watched really crazy stuff. And everything. But anyway. And so I saw to my brother last night, he was going, and he's weird because oh, I ain't saw that film in 30 years. And when I was talking about him, he remembered everything in it. That's, <laughs> I think that's how that 
works on a young boy. Yes. But only for pervy reasons. Well, yeah, I think it is because you, you're kind of like, you, there's, you know, when you're young, I mean, I say this came out, what, in 1982. Um, so obviously we wouldn't have seen it at the cinema because we would have been nine years old when, when it yeah. came out. Um, so we've seen it on 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 probably telly and it was yeah. probably cut to buggery and in, in, in TV and so on video. And, you know, any kind of glimpse of a naked woman when you're a young lad is the best thing in the world. Nowadays, of course, it's, you know, unfortunately, it's readily available on the internet with porn sites and all this kind of stuff. But when we were younger, you know, any kind of glimpse for, for oh. testosterone-filled young yeah, yeah. men, any kind of glimpse of a, of a yeah. breast or a... Porn a, hub for me, know. then. There's not freeze frame on the shower scene. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that is there's, there is a thing online where the most yeah, cool scenes in thing it is Sharon Stone's obviously number one uh, <laughs> from Basic Instinct, and this is in the next one. The, the one that I remember, and I have to admit this, was I always tried to freeze frame with Kim Cattrall because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know you you do that's what you do. That's all you mad, didn't you? But when you think about it, the shower scene and the sex scene are the only two things where you see naked. As, well, you do see the lads naked as well. But that that is it, really. Yeah. When, when you think about it. So your, your kind of memory is it's, like, it's a bit like when you watch, I don't know, um, when you watch something that's a comedy when you're younger and you, there's loads of It's like I'm watching Friends. That's the same category, but I'm watching Friends with my daughter now. Yeah. And she's laughing. Away. She's, she's a bit older now, so she's starting to get the adult humour. But I'm watching it now, and then I'm suddenly noticing this jokes. kind of adult humour, which makes me slightly uncomfortable sitting with my daughter in there. But she, of course, it goes over her head. Yeah, and yeah. that must that must happen to loads of programmes must do that, you know. I, and think, it's funny that poor, I think that was poor kids, that you watched it for all the smuts. Mm. But you don't realise there's like serious stuff in it. Yeah. And that's what I did. Obviously, you remember it because you watched it, but you didn't really pay attention to that. And I thought some of that stuff was really well done. Oh, yes. Yeah. I think what I liked about this film and I didn't realise is that it actually, actually do seem like a group of friends. Mm, yeah. And I think well, the camaraderie between them, even though they're way too fucking old, I mean, it's ridiculous. Especially yeah. me. <laughs> <I'll do. laughs> well, I, I think he was 20, 25. Um, <laughs> I do have some of the acts in here, so I'll let me go for that. I haven't got all of them because it is quite a, quite a big yeah. ensemble. Uh, Donna Monaghan, uh, Dan Monaghan, sorry, played Edward Pee Wee Morris. Uh, now, he was born July the 20th, 1955. So, funny enough, a year after when this film is set, because this film's set in 1954. Yeah. Um, he, 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 he hadn't done many stuff, really, to be fair. He's done a lot of stage and everything like that. Um, Mark Herrier, who played is Billy McCarthy. He was born October the 6th, 1954. Um, he's well known for doing uh, other stuff such as MASH, Freddy's Nightmares, Paradise, Murder, She Wrote, The Practice and Gideon's Crossing. Um, he actually graduated from uh, Lampag High School in 1972. So, I mean, he was at this point, like 54, 64, 74, 84, nearly 30. You know, he's so yes. like, you know, 27, 28. Uh, Wyatt Knight, he played Tommy Turner. Um, so he... Uh, was in MASH, Family Times, Profiles, Chicago Hope, and he was also in Star Trek, The Next Generation. His oh. final TV appearance came in 2010 on the show Crafty. Now, according to Knight's wife, uh, Sylvania, in a statement given to Entertainment News website, The Wrap, he had a bone marrow transplant for advanced non-Hodgkinson's lymphoma in 2003. However, intense cancer treatment, including radiation, left him, in the words of his wife, in physical and emotional pain. On October the 26, 2011, Wayne Knight's body was discovered in a remote area on the island of Maui, Hawaii. 
and apparently he, uh, as, as a result, he died of a gunshot wound, um, which, you know, is fair play because he was in fair that much pain. You know, I'm, uh, I'm all for, you know, bodily autonomy. I am. It's if you don't like living, if it's just a bloody pint. Yeah, and clearly, no, and clearly his wife knew. Yeah. Um, Scott Columbia, as Brian Schwartz, uh, the, the Jewish chap in this, now he was born in September 12, 1952. What? So he was 28 when this film, when they filmed it. Now, do you know what other film he had previously been in? We've done it on Waffle On. What? He was in Kaddishak. He played the um, the guy. He played the main guy in Kaddishak. Now you know, you know, this film sort of reminded me of Kaddishak. It's in that same genre, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's the thing is, they actually look like they're having generally having a good time on that film. Yeah. And yeah. I think this film, Porky's, has got bits in it where they generally look like they're having the infamous scene that we will talk about as the best scene of the film. Yeah. That's genuine laughing, that is. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is, because the one might be comedy, but the, the old bloke giggling <laughs> gets louder and louder. And it's generally, if they were in that, it'd be funny, wouldn't it? That it would be. be funny if you were sitting there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, it, as it turns out, the uh, the other people, if I'll just read these out quickly, Roger Wilson played Mickey Jarvis, Cyril O'Reilly played Tim Kavanagh. Tony Guinness played Anthony the Meat to Prello. Carl Hunter as Wendy Adams. Kaki Hunter, sorry, as Wendy Adams. Kim Cattrall, of course, as Miss Lynn Lassie Honeywell. We've talked about Kim before on Police Academy. Yeah. Nancy Parsons as Coach uh, Balula Ballbreaker. And uh, Chuck Mitchell as Porky Wallace. In real life, uh, all, they all stayed good friends. Um, uh, they were still hanging out with each other yeah, until, the, until, unfortunately, Wyatt yeah, passed yeah, away. You can tell that, right? And I think when you have an ensemble comedy, you can always tell when it's not working, when it looks like they're phoning it in. Yes, absolutely. I I always like, I like looking in the window, especially in crowd scenes. Mm. I like looking past the first line of people. Yeah, yeah, and see what's going on. That's what I like about Scorsese films, that you look past the thing and everyone's putting all so much effort into it. And I like that. And with this, when they're doing, you can see they're all having jokes with each other, they're all talking yeah. to each other. And if you think yeah. they're obviously having a great fucking laugh doing that film. Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. And I, and I think it's actually a warmer film than, than I remember, because I remember it being quite smutty. But it's not that smutty, is it really? No, no. I think actually, uh, like, you know, American Pie is probably ruder. I think and there's a lot of there's obviously a lot of homages in American Pie to this film. Like you you picked out the the clear one, which is right at the beginning of the film where Pee Wee. <laughs> mind you, I did laugh at that. I mean, Pee wakes up, Pee Wee wakes up, and he's got that boner going on, and you cut his mum walks in and he bends over, and nearly breaks it. But what is funny about that is when he measures it and he's got yeah. a growth chart. I thought that is so American Pie. You can see where they took that from straight away. Oh, that classic line. My God, it's getting shorter. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the thing. Being a young man. Mm. I was trying to explain this to Emma that when you're a young man about how old they're meant to be, you're so insecure about yourself, mm. aren't you? Oh, God, yeah. And it must be even worse now that young lads probably see porn mm. and even more unrealistic thing to go up to. Because oh, God, you yeah. always think we're a young bloke. Is, is my cock big enough? And yeah. Yeah, you do, don't you? Oh, yeah. And yeah. every bloke goes through that, unless you meet, obviously. But everyone <laughs> goes through that. Everyone thinks you're not going to get a girl, don't yeah. they? And, yeah. and that's what stuff I actually I thought I thought I said I was gonna like oh god there's bits in this film that are really wrong but I think the only two bits of, is the shower scene mm. not the shower scene itself is that there's no need for the nudity really is that it's not really need for it because you could have done that film without it 
They could have been looking, couldn't they? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'll tell you what, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, like say, way, but. And, and the lassie scene. That oh, I, like, scene. I like that scene. That, that, I love that scene. <laughs> Apart from shoving the sock in them. <laughs> well, mm, yeah. Well, I suppose yeah, that is a bit it's weird. But one in the sock. Yeah. <laughs> A bit weird. <laughs> but she's in, she's clearly got a massive fetish about a boy's locker room because yeah, yeah. she loves the smell of sweat, which is a bit a bit weird. No, There's a thing... I would say, if they remade it, would they have that scene in it now? No. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, but it could be the other way around. Yeah. Now it I could be the other way around. Oh, I don't know. Now. Ooh. Mm. It, that would be... keep it. Therefore, it's a bit weird. But it's not... a bit weird. Actually, no, you couldn't have it the other way around, could you? Because that means then the man would be getting yeah. really turned, and then that could be a bit rapey. I mean, I know, I know, yeah, don't get me wrong, I know get It does come up as a little bit not rapey, because I don't like that term. No, because she's well up for it. She's well up thing. for it. It's just, a bit, <laughs> it's just a bit weird the way everyone knows about it in the school. and That's the thing, because she's a new teacher, so how do they, yeah, how do they know about sense, it? it? Yeah, I tell you what, we're jumping ahead a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway, yeah. Um, now, obviously, we're not going to go through the whole film. I've just pointed, I've just put stuff on here that kind of do highlight what we're talking about. I mean, as you say, the stuff in it where you don't quite notice how serious the things are. One of the earliest things is is when a young girl goes up to me and says, "Why do they call you me?" Nah, and nah. he he then turns around and goes, hey, "Tell him that I'm going to I'll come and show you." Now we don't know what that's. I think they're supposed to be seventeen in this. We're not too sure because we're British. Well, obviously, we have a different yeah. Unless it's the same in, in, in America, I'm not too sure. But is she kind of is it called serenity? Serenity, yeah. And how old are they? So, but we we we're guessing she's under the age of consent in America, aren't we? That's that's she's what we're guessing. So say what they're meant to be. What? 17, 15, 16, 17, 17, aren't they? So she's got to be about fourteen, maybe. Yeah, and that bit's a bit. And that's a bit weird because it's it's Billy or Tommy who turned around and said, whoa, 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 what are you doing? He said, you're going to get thrown out if you go with that. But the fact he was going to go along yeah. and do it. Now, OK, you, you, you could turn around. Well, no, I suppose it'd be even worse in, 19, in America in 1954. Yeah. And as you yeah. say, in Florida. So I don't know what the religious connotations are in Florida or what the political situation is there. But even now, well, definitely now, we've, we've, the way, you know, especially when things go on and we all know it's wrong. So that's the one thing that sticks out straight away that, you know, there, there's a chance of possible underage sex going on there. Um, there's, there's the, the N word is used in this as well. Um, Some of the racial stuff's a bit weird. Like, there's like an. You know the bit the, because it, when I first went, I haven't saw it for so long, and you've got mm. that there, mate, the blonde kid, the the, the red, and he's going about niggers and kikes, you know. Yeah. And I thought, oh, there's the racist kid, but he's the racist. He's kid. not the racist kid. No, he's, he's the, the mate. Yeah, and that's, was, that's ah, actually they're all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> but he like, says, oh, but he says it's. I mean, so I mean, I suppose to a certain degree though, that's quite well wrote because. It's meant to be this college where everyone comes from different parts of the country. So they're not all from Florida. He's from, I don't know where he's, his class is a redneck, so I'm not too sure where he's from. New York, you know. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not too sure where he's he's meant to be from. Yeah, I suppose, I mean, where, where where would you class redneck from in America, where do you think? Well, well, it's the South, really, isn't it? But, you know, Florida's the South. People forget Florida's the South. The red yeah, state, I guess so. so well, he doesn't sound like he comes from. Well, no, that, yeah. there's some weird thing. There's like weird things in it. I, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't because they're meant to be young and in the, they're all white. So I think they say this film wouldn't be made anymore. I think mm. it's a very white film. Well, they don't know 
there's only one black person in it, isn't there? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's uh... a. <laughs> <laughs> and he's anyway. he's he's sort of like anyway, we'll get to it, we'll get to him in a minute when we get to it. Um I mean that's another thing that he says. <laughs> I don't care if they're dead as long as they're not too cold. Yeah. <laughs> Which is another kind of like that's a bit of a ju- a bit of a dubious a dubious yeah. idea. Um well, you know right what? what another thing I think as well is that I thought when I was gonna watch it that that they were all gonna be it was gonna be quite Male based, yes, the women are the butt of the jokes. Mm. But I said to my wife today, because what did you think? I said, Well, interestingly, the women are in on the jokes in this. Wendy is part of the, 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 the guys' group, that's, isn't she? What, that's what's interesting that the jokes they're doing them as well, they're mm. not being horrible to the girls because, in from a shower scene, yeah. they're not screaming because no, they, and- they are. They know who they are, and and the one turns around. They're actually standing there, and Pee Wee goes, "They want us to watch. They want us to watch." Now, a lot of a lot of websites and a lot of reviews get this wrong. They turn around and said that they're all trying to lose their virginity. It's not. It's only Pee Wee who's trying to use it. It's only because Wendy. It's made out that Tommy has slept with Wendy, and Billy slept with Wendy as yeah. well. So you know, and she's obviously you know she's slept with a, a few people. Uh, whatever, that's up to her. Yeah. But this is 1954, yeah. so. You know, things are quite are quite different with that. The, the main protagonist in this really is Miss Ballbreaker. Is what, what do you make of her character? Her, I, I think she's a bit, a bit stereotyped, but yeah. can we say that this is 1981? So, yeah. but tell you what, yeah, you know, here's a thing. I'll put this uh, like, don't you think of her? Don't you think that a lot of the Simpsons took stuff from this film? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> don't right, Mike Hunt. Mike Hunt, yes. That that is a running Simpsons gag, isn't it? It is, yeah, but far and enough. Tell, you're yeah. telling me you didn't watch that film. And oh, she, yeah. Mrs. Boardbreaker, is just like the, the, the canteen girl. Yeah, woman. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I'd love to make Matt Groening. I'd love to know, did he watch this film when he was doing that? Because there's things in it remind me of The Simpsons. Mm. There's got to be stuff out there, isn't there? Yeah, but like I said, that I forgot about the Mike Hunt scene that, and I thought, yeah, that's like a joke that's in The Simpsons, or and he still goes on that, does even the new ones. I know, yeah, and people do it in real life as well. That's yeah. the mad thing. It's like is it, you're right. It's it's one of them ones that actually stand out pretty pretty well. Um, douchebag, I put here. Uh, oh, come on, the, the black the black dude setup, which I think is brilliant. That's one of your favourite scenes, eh? Isn't it where? It is. It's got, see, I think that the the funniest person in this film is Pee Wee in it. Yeah, yeah. All the funny stuff comes from Pee-wee, apart from the infamous scene that we'll talk about in a bit. Yeah. And the best scene in the film. But I think, (laughs) like I said, the thing that made me laugh the most was the the end of this scene. I told you, it made me Mm. laugh. I spit my fucking tears everywhere laughing at this. (laughs) And it's such a silly... Yeah, he, just a, na- a naked guy but, running down the road, naked, with a police car coming up to him. Saying, What's he saying? Do you want no, to because he puts his lights on. <laughs> he pulls past him and gives him a speeding ticket. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so silly. It's just so silly. It's the way he just puts this siren on. Because this film has got a really <laughs> weird view of the police in this film. But yeah. not really official... <laughs> None of them. No, they're them. <laughs> but they're all kind of sheriff counties, aren't they? So yeah. I suppose these county kind of places have their own sheriffs and everything like that. But the fact that he goes, I recognise that guy. He's called Pee Wee. Yeah. The <laughs> way his right mum calls him Pee Wee. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> which is which is really shockingly embarrassing, isn't it? Makes you wonder exactly how she how she well, knows that. Uh, what to use for the jock strap? <laughs> a yeah. <laughs> <band. laughs> 
I used to love that line when it was Blinicky. I used to love that line. Well, also, the one line that, that woman when the woman's inspecting the other guy. I mean, that's the only yeah. time you see all the blokes naked, but they are covered up. Even when you see him run off, you don't really see anything. No, no, but, no. But the way she turns around and says, You want to strap a plank on his back so he don't fall in? That's just the weird bit because the way in this film, blokes are just prepared. To get a big group of them and all like have sex with the same woman, <laughs> and it's like, I know. Oh, like, no. like, we were like, we young, we wouldn't have done that, would we? No, no, no. that doesn't that. <laughs> I mean, as it says, it's not as, as to, to use the crude term of sloppy seconds, but this yeah. was like sloppy eighth and ninth. And you they go, oh, oh, no, that's not yeah. that's not even a thing. <laughs> the um, so I mean. <sighs> They all decided, let's say, they all, they, they, let's talk about the shower scene. We might as well talk about the shower scene because we can go on to what Porky's nightclub is like in a, in a second. It, but, I think it's the infamous scene, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Which, now, I don't know. Now, this, is, this has been, someone turned, not someone, but I read earlier on that um, they're looking at, they're looking at, the, they try to do it twice and it's the second time they do it where they look through this, they, they can move the tap things and they look through to see the girls having showers. And you kind of you do get full frontal and 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 bum yeah, shots and stuff like that. And would you would that guy? Oh I don't know. I, I think you as long as it was as long as you had. I think you could still do that now, as long as it was also you you had the same in the men's showers. Maybe and that would work as it was vice versa. I think you'd no. have to equally out now, wouldn't it? Yeah, you'd have I think to equally, equally out. Equally out. I think, and maybe they could get their own back on something like that. And there is a bit where the, where Pee Wee shouts at the the large girl, which yeah, is which is a bit uncomfortable. No, nah, that is uncomfortable. But a lot of things going on. Um, this got an, an X rating because it showed an erect penis going through the the <laughs> tap hole. But you don't see it now, unless I unless I, the, the the video the version I gave you it's is got, cut. I don't know, but I don't ever remember seeing that. Yeah, that not a glory hole, really, isn't it? Well, in essence, yeah, that's what it is, and you don't because I. Paused it to see if you could, because mm. I was reading about that. People saying it's a red pill. I thought, no, no, it isn't. Nah. It's not real anyway. It would be a real one, would they? No, no, no. Of course would not. Have an actor <laughs> do that, would they? <laughs> yeah, and also it's a very uncomfortable way to actually pop it in. But he mu- and fair play to him. He must be. He must be well in the, the the character. Tommy must be fairly well built because the fact that Miss Ballbreak is able to what? grab with two hands. I'm yeah. saying nothing. I'm not and putting myself into a position. He'd be in a lot more pain than he was when if that was happening, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. But the fact that she's able to identify he's got a mole on there, well, to me, says that he's probably more meat than meat. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. If you know what I mean. They say about that scene. He said they're in on the joke and they're not offended. They know who yeah. he is, which is yeah. weird, isn't it? Yeah, so but I mean, I suppose because of that, he's always walking around with a blow-up condom, goosing everyone and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um there's always things where you know you you want to go to places where when you're young and you can't get you can't get in and and you try and get a full full side. I mean, I've I've never had any problem with that. No one's ever questioned oh, me because yeah. I've I've always looked old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah exactly. You know, yeah, exactly, and I'd never get it at all. But when they go decide to go to Porky's, you know, they got it's got this infamous place where you can sleep with loads of girls and stuff like that. From the outside, it don't look too bad from the outside, but yeah. boy, when you when they open that door, it looks like some kind of freakish travel show, doesn't it? Yeah, and I think that's the only weird, sexually weird bit is the women on the stage, isn't there? Yeah, being led out by the dwarf. Yeah, and they're like riding them around like the fucking animals. Yeah. But what I was gonna say to you another thing that 
actually Porky's Porky. He's hardly in this film, is he? He's hardly in it. Now, no. when I was a kid, I remember him being in it all the way. The Porky's Bar is hardly in this film, is it? No, no. A no. little tiny bit at the beginning and a little bit at the end. Yeah. But the rest of the film's about other stuff. It's called Porky's for a strange reason, but it's not really about Porky's. It's only Porky's story for one the one kid, isn't it? Yeah. And also the, going the, back. the thing is, though, as well, is that Porky's 2... Right, the next day doesn't feature Porky at all. Doesn't it? <laughs> no, he's not in it. He's only in Porky's Three: The Revenge. So it's kind of like, what, what's that all about? Because it's meant to be set directly after the next day, and it, that's how it carries on. So he's not even in that. But I suppose it's like it's a it's an it's a good name that he's catchy and and. I and think that's what it is. Just yeah. so one of them things that probably come up with the title before the film, didn't they? Yeah, exactly. Write yeah. it down. It looks good. It looks good. We'll have it. In it. Yeah, yeah. But dropping them in, I mean, I do like the bit where the fact he, he tells them to go in the room and get ready and drops them in there. But it's all a little bit um, deliverance for me. It's all a yeah, bit kind it, of like the kind of place you wouldn't want to go to. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's made me think if you'd never done anything like that, you wouldn't go to a place like You'd be too scared, wouldn't you? No, nah, you'd but go to a normal bar. When we first went to Amsterdam. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were so fucking out of place and nervous, weren't we? Oh, God, yeah. And yeah. we went oh. to that pretty place and we fucking got there really quick, didn't we? <laughs> we did stay long. <laughs> because it's like, no, if that's not you where you don't know about it, you wouldn't feel comfortable in that world, would, would you? No. We no, never and, did. Like, when no. we went back, I was fine with it then because I knew what to expect. But when we were led into that room, if you remember yeah. that bloke when we first went, it's like, what? This is <laughs> really CD. Yeah, and you kind of think, yeah, we're going to get mugged now, aren't we? We're going yeah. to get mugged, maybe killed. Um, what, what a thing to tell the parents. <laughs> yeah, we're in a room with loads of blokes watching a porno. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> it's not it's not ideal, is it? No. Not ideal at all, yeah. no. <laughs> Just, and also, the most boring thing I've ever seen as well. Yeah, but it's, it's like, <laughs> it's just wearing our bag, and, you know, and, and that's the weird thing, because... If they're having sex anyway with girls at the school, it seems weird why they'd want to go for that. Mm, but I think yeah. they're thinking too much into it. I think that's like getting a bit old and you think more into it. Than I think know. so, because I think it's mainly the fact that this is a room of a place. It's like, you know, yeah. people have talked about if you really want to if you really want to get laid, this is the place to go to. Uh, and and I suppose if you if it's just over the border, then you would do. We also get to be introduced to the douchebag sheriffs. Um, who are clearly just you know, that that's the brother of Porky. Um, he's and got also, brilliant. I, I, he's got one of my favourite lines in this. Like, go on, go on. The, the, you know that shit for brains at the end. Oh yeah, check the car, shit for brains. Yeah. <laughs> and the way he just sits there when the wheels fall off. Yeah, check the car, have you? <laughs> I just love that. The way he's sitting there. He's so <laughs> deadpan. I love stuff like that. Though, yeah, no, I do. Just doesn't move jump. anywhere. I'm just going to stick the light on because it's gone quite. Quite dark. There you go. Yes, we, England is now in a very strange thing. We've got sun and snow. Amazing. <laughs> um, me get now the one thing that I don't get, like you know, in the Mike Hunt scene at the mm. bar. How come? How come? Me, he's so drunk. Do you yeah. think there's a scene before that or something or yeah, what? Yeah, I, I think there's got. To, I'd love to see if there's a lot. I think there was probably a lot filmed in this film and cut mm. down. And I think mainly for running, probably running times, because some of the jokes and the lead up to the thing don't make any sense. You're right. No. Like, to say he's going to Princeton, it's like, what? Why would he be, why would he be in bloody Florida if he's going to Princeton? If he's from New York, Princeton's yeah, up exactly. that way. Is, right. it, is, is Princeton a, a, a kind of like a sports university, though? No, no, no. It's like a, a, a prep school, a really posh. Oh, is it? Uh, like the, it's an Ivy League. 
you know, the Ivy League, which is like all mm. the other posh schools like our Oxford and that. It's really hard to get into Princeton. Oh, really? So it must be quite clever to be thinking of going there. But alcohol is never mentioned in that film, apart that one scene, is it? Yeah, because none of them really drinking it at all, do they? It's I mean, they have a beer at Porky's. For no reason. And yeah. as if Meat's character was sort of stripped back a bit, wasn't it? There was more to him than that. Mainly yeah, because of, yeah. probably because there's, like you said, too many characters going on, isn't there? I mean, there is a lot to, to pull it all in. And the fact that he gets drunk and he just kind of like, you know, he, he ends up having his face put in a load of bloody chilli. But yeah. maybe that's that's all done because you had you had the racist bloke, the, the normal teenager who's, for some reason, got it really in for, in for Jews. I don't quite know why he's... Because of his he's dad, that, isn't he? Yeah, for his dad. But it doesn't kind of... not that well done, though, is it? No, well, I mean, it, not really. I mean, he comes off pretty bad, you know what I mean? But it's but the way the thing, camera cuts, and he's like doing, like, eight, uh, 18 rolls and stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. 18. Also, don't you think as well, that they, they start having this fight. Actually, no, it is explained, but... They, and they're they like, egging him on. Yeah, they met egging him on. Egging the racist on. Yeah, egging the racist on. But then he does turn around and says, look, at the end of the day, he said, he is, he, we know he's a bit of an idiot, but he's also our mate. And that's the thing, isn't it? That is your mate's there. your mate. We've been there. You know, it could be a bit of a prick at times, but your mate's still your mate. Your mate. But what I like about that is the fact that Brian, the, the Jewish chap, he helps me take but with the cops. Yeah, which, yeah. One for, okay, for a start, what's, the, what's the, the legal age to drive in America? Is it 17? 17. Okay, so he must be at least 17 because he's got at a Jaguar 17. car. right? He's 21 to drink. No. So he ain't doing one to drink, but there's no way Brian, who's wearing a suit at this point, looks yeah. looks 17. No, no. There's, there's no way. It just doesn't work. And he's driving a jet in 1954 oh, yeah. car that car he's race. driving. He's a new car. He, he, yeah. The last of his run was 54. So you kind of think, oh, he's got a brand new car. Right? He's, he's clearly, he acts and talks as if he's about 30. And that's the only thing that slips on from that. But saying that, it also shows that it shows the fact that he's willing to stick up for all these guys as well. Yes. This is also when you see Mickey get Mickey pulls up in his car and he's got beaten up at Porky's. I don't quite know why he's obsessed with keep going no, back to it. It don't make. I thought when I first ever I had this scene because when I was a kid I think that bit. Well, why is he doing that for? But why? Mm. Right. But it don't make any sense why he's going back for. What what's the attempt he gonna do? Beat him or not what steal the money? He's never yeah. gonna get the money back. Wouldn't you just go to the police? Well, yeah, well, I suppose that's the yeah. problem, isn't it? Because the police there is in counties. So the sheriff county of where Porky's bar is where you'd have to report the crime is owned by his brother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah his brother is also a sheriff. Yeah. So you think to yourself, well, why don't you just go and tell your tell your brother? I just think and, it was a bit a bit of a basil exposition. A bit yeah. of a, what do they call it in a film? I mean, it was just got a plot point in a couple of words right now. To, to, to get to the end scene. Yeah. Because I bet yeah. you any money, that end scene was probably wrote for one of the first scenes wrote, the plan yeah. for that scene. Because it is completely over the top, the way they seem to. If he's got that idea on the fly, and it's really, you think, what? You just thought yeah, that? Doesn't it? Did you find that? I did a bit actually. Yeah. Again, the, the, well, it's because it's come from the guy who's around about thirty years old. That's the reason why I'm starting to think just dubious things about a man who's pretending to be seventeen. And he's at, at this point, um, I do like the bit where Miss Miss Honeywell and Ballbreaker have a go at each other, and that's that's the catalyst that makes her want to go because she doesn't want to go all the way with Roy. Does no, she? no, no, no. But then she does, and then when she gets into the locker room, she has this mad fetish thing about the smell, which I suppose yeah. is you know sweat. I guess it is a it is a pheromone, isn't it? A pheromone. Um, but as you say, it is quite an over to the top six. But the thing is, is the fact that I, the reason why I love that scene so much, it's not 
it's not the fact that they're having sex at all. It's not. It's the reaction of all the lads on the the, the basketball no, floor really and well the coach. It's the coach that he, I love he that, me up. Oh. that coach to me. I think he's one of the stars of the film. Yeah, yeah. Because he really he, he's brilliant at that laughing, isn't he? At holding it like biting his. Oh. The way that he's holding behind a crash mat, yeah, and, and the, the 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 head the head coach opens it up and he just looks and shakes his head and walks off. But I, I I still laughed at that bit, and I laughed because I'm one of these people that when I see people laughing, I can't help but join in. It's, it's, it's what I think. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's what why watching comedy at the cinema is so enjoyable. With, oh yeah, with a group of I like when it's a bit like when you know the group we did you know we've done this film like when we all went and saw Kingpin. <laughs> yeah. We were all dying, weren't we? But it's infectious, wasn't it? Yes, because remember Ray, how much Ray was laughing. Oh, and that God, was making yeah. us laugh more, weren't it? Yeah, when he because when he cracks up as well, he's got quite an infectious laugh. And it was like, oh my God. And especially with that hand on the, in the bowling ball. Yeah. I mean, it was just it was like that's that's what the that's what the great thing it's like hearing people get you know screaming in a cinema when you're watching a horror film, you know. Yeah, those yeah. are the things that make do make cinema. The important that's a what makes movie. it worth going. Uh, the, yeah, you went and saw Morbius yesterday. You know, was, was it? How, how was it? Many people in there, or I'd say usual quarter four with men in the forties, single men in the forties, <laughs> <laughs> like it always is. Not yeah. bad. I'd say you know it's not bad. Yeah, don't expect a lot. Mm, okay. It's a minor film. Yeah, Matt Smith's excellent in it. But, well, I, see, I want to go because it's got Matt Smith in it. He's really good in it. Jared Leto, Jared Leto, just mm. Jared Leto, what he does. Looks really good. Don't think yeah. he's the most amazing actor in the world. I thought I thought your Emma would would have gone with you to see because oh. I know she's a bit of a Jared Leto. Oh, no. He, one thing, he's a bloody handsome man. Yeah, well, he's yeah, a yeah, bloody he handsome man. And he ain't aged much since American oh. Psycho, has he? <laughs> yeah, he's about our age, you know? Yeah, no, bastard. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, if you go, low expectations, it's some minor work. Hmm. I liked it more than Eternals. <laughs> Nothing to be like Eternals. Yeah. I'd put it on par with something like watching Ant Man. Oh, oh, okay. So it's or kind of like a second. Or earlier movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Ragnarok, yeah. where it's okay, passes the time. By the yeah. time I got home, I'd forgot about it. Oh, right, okay. But mm. fun. The thing is, the thing is, though, is that apparently Disney are pulling out all these things now, where that they they'll be putting the films because if, if uh, Death on the Nile has come on to Disney yeah, today, yeah, yeah but, it's still at the cinema. Remember, it's not Marvel; it's Sony. Ah, uh, uh, Spider-Man Di- universe. Yeah, but Disney have got the Sony agreement now, haven't they? Because Spider-Man's well, on. I think they're going to get it at some point. I yeah. don't know, but it's it's. I'd say it's in the. Could it? It, it sort of talks about Venom happening. Ah, okay. Right? You might have to. You might have to put your light on because you're slowly disappearing into the shadows, like something uh, from um. Oh, what's that film? Um, you know, you know the 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 the, the horror film that was. Uh, oh, was it now? You know the horror film that was meant to be recorded on video camera. Oh, uh, Blair Witch Project. Yeah, you ended up looking a bit like Blair Witch Project then. Yeah. <laughs> it's very weird. You're slowly fading into the darkness. <laughs> no, but I say if you go and watch it. Yeah. I told you, didn't I, earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's worth going for the after credits bit. It makes only about two minutes. Mm. It makes sense. It lasts. Makes sense. The Spider-Man film. It's the fur. It's a proper direct reference from that Spider-Man film. Some okay. characters in that Spider-Man film that someone I saw talk about and thought, I didn't know what that was. Ah, oh. right. So yeah. it's worth going for that. And it's an hour and a half. 
Well, that's it. Yeah, it's a perfect, right. perfect good film. That's why I enjoyed <laughs> not being in there for another fucking three hours, three and a half hours with loads yeah. of stuff. That this cuts to the quick. Mm. The effects are not bad, but it's just throw away. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's okay, no. Is it a bit too dark? Do you think? I mean, I don't mean in content. I mean, in, I mean in looking, looking down. I like the horror tone of it. I did yeah. like the horror tone of it. And people saying that in the comics, it's got to do with Blade as well. So maybe it's going to be that Blade is going to be involved in all as well. Oh, okay, yeah, because so I've that back in. I like that. I, you know, like I said, Matt Smith's ex- excellent. It's got Jared Harris in it, who's always oh. good in it, always good in everything he does. The problem with it is it's a bit minor, and you can see that. It's yeah. a very minor work, but the after credits thing is gonna where it's gonna go. Okay. So don't say anything. Don't say anymore. Don't say anymore. Yep. Uh, right, we again. Well, we've got a clip coming up, Cal. We've got the clip coming. Right. So we, we we also get we know after the shower scene, of course. Um, we get the principal's office scene. No, we've got <laughs> the best scene in the film. Yeah, I think I think so. Funny enough, though, I don't I don't find it as funny as much as I did when I was younger. Maybe because you've watched it so many times. And so it, time. but, again, it's the coach in the background. Oh, it's Nothing. the one on the right, the old bloke. Yeah. Trying to keep. Trying to keep serious. Place. And then you've got the guy, the one in the middle who won't look at anybody. No. And then the you've got Void, the young one, who falls sketch. on the. Yeah. And that's what gets him, isn't it? That's what gets it. But also, it's the principal. He makes exactly. me laugh. The way he's so, he's so embarrassed about having to say the word penis that he says, Tallywacker. But oh, let's. Oh, let's, let's, part. Let's, part. let's play the clip. Now. Mr. Carter, I know this is completely unorthodox, but I think this is the only way to find that boy. Now, that penis Mm. had a mole on it. I'd recognize that penis anywhere. In spite of the juvenile snickers of some, this is a serious matter. But... That seducer and despoiler must be stopped. He's extremely dangerous. And, Mr. Carter, I'm certain that everyone in this room knows who that is. He's a contemptible little pervert who's... Spaldricker. Well, I'm sorry. But I've got him now, and I'm not going to let him slip through my fingers again. Now... All I ask is that you give me five boys for a few minutes. <laughs> the coaches can be present. Tom Turner and any four boys you see fit to choose. And we... And we... can put a stop to this menace. And it is a menace. Well. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> Five young boys in the nude. A police lineup so that you can identify his tallywhacker. Uh, please, please, can we call it a tallywhacker? Penis is so personal. Oh, oh. Penis is so personal. Hoods over their heads what? to avoid embarrassment. <laughs> now listen, we have got to do it as distasteful as it is. I know it's him. That telework uh-huh. had a mole on it. And that mole is the key to it. 
Mr. Albrecht, do you realize the difficulty of your request? Now, I would be very happy to, uh, to apprehend the young man myself. But can you imagine what the Board of Education would say if you were granted a lineup in order to examine their private pa 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 their private parts for an incriminating mole. But Mr. Carter. Mr. Carter. I think I have a way out of this. We uh, call the police and we have them send over one of their sketch artists. <laughs> And Miss Ballbreaker can give a description. <laughs> we can put up wanted posters all over school. <laughs> Have you seen this prank? <laughs> Report immediately to be with the Ballbreaker. Not attempt to apprehend this prick as it is armed and dangerous. <laughs> it was last seen hanging out in the girl locker room at Hey Beach High School. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it is. It is. I don't know what it sounds like on on audio. Just hearing it on audio. Bobby. This was the scene that I always remember most, apart from the shower scenes, just because you're a young lad. But yeah. the funniness. This, I think, it's the it's a perfect little scene. Yeah. Of her keeping very serious and oh, never. Brilliant. She's brilliant acting. She's actually really good in this, don't you think? Oh, Nancy Parsons is a wonderful actress, and and she 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 keeps the total straight face. Funny enough, in in um in Porky's three, she actually had lost so much weight they had to put a suit on her. All oh, right. Because <laughs> obviously, you know, I mean, she you know she's got to look after her health. But no, you're right. She she actually steals the show quite a bit on this, and all the way through this film, she's the the straight person through it. The the after this, you do get a little bit of a weird thing where Mickey comes back again. He's been beaten up yet again. Yeah. But there is a somebody point, pointed out. Uh, I don't know whether it's cut, but for no apparent reason, he throws himself through the record decks. Right now, no, and he gets out of the car. So he's obviously drove back. So he's drove back, or has someone that they're saying has somebody drove him back, thrown him out of the car, or. Because it makes no sense that he's he dives through the thing. He doesn't just collapse. He yeah. dives through it. It's really it's really weird. And as you say, they suddenly come up with this idea of, you know, oh. Brian comes up with the idea. I've got an idea, and you think, oh, it. and if you think, yeah, this this could be a good idea. But when does he get an idea of having speedboats, a chainsaw, <laughs> chains, bombs, blowing up yeah. the bridges, which is like absolutely weird? Yeah. I don't and know. And then drive back and have a marching band there. Have a march, yeah. Have a cheerleader band going on. Which is, <laughs> have this have the other sheriffs in charge of it. And yeah. you can I mean to be fair, it does work really well. And it's wonderful how they do it, although you do notice it's the sense of you. It don't it don't, it don't make no sense. But I suppose it is a great thing that they, they jump and say Brian and and uh, the guy Tony. Not Tony, who's the who's the guy who was um Tim, Tim Kavanagh, wasn't it? Brian and Tim 
they get along with each other now after having their fight and, and all that. And they go off to do the speedboat things, don't they? And the other guys use the chainsaw, which, as I pointed out to you, you don't hear the chainsaw. The no. chainsaw doesn't move. No, but they no, cut no, they no, cut no. the structure of Porky's building because it's built on a lake or yeah, a swamp, I think, isn't it? With the bums. When were they going there to plant a bomb and no one fucking noticed? <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. Also, right, there's a lot of land around there. Why did Porky build his thing on a swamp yeah. and not on... <laughs> Not on land. I don't know. But it's a great structure and, and it comes down very easily. So he can't have been that well that well built, to be fair. Yeah. But I, I do like the fact that his car looks like a piece got a pig ornament on it. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. kind of it's a very I don't know what the car is. It must be a classic American car. But when they're chasing the lads, the way he goes, <laughs> screw that horn. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a really crap horn. It just goes. Yeah, no. <laughs> what? You couldn't hear that coming away. But I do like the Go on. I was going to say, it sums up a lot of films in the early 80s, when you watch mm. them back, quite ramshackle. Yes. On yeah. the fly. And I think, like, films are so perfect now, aren't they? Mm. Edited perfectly. and like, Then, films are a bit looser, like Blues Brothers, all a bit loose around the, around the edges, and Caddyshack, where they're yeah. just making stuff up as they were going along, and yeah. ad-libbing yeah. stuff. And I think I like that early 80s film stuff animal like house and, and and everything like that yeah you're right because it kind of gives that freedom of stuff like yes. that and maybe it's because it is kind of set in a college and everything and and they are kind of meant to be you know kind of like free to do anything they want to do i think it adds i think it adds that thing really well it's a great lead up to the fact that like they get the revenge on porky the, the sheriff guy smashes the, the the things and also i think the, the the biggest um uh ending kind of like celebration is when the fact that tim stands up to his father yeah and, and punches him and i think he's punching or does does the sheriff no, punch no, the cop the cop punching the name, and I like that. Although he's still got the girl on his on his arm who, who wants to help him out, which yeah. is which is still a bit weird. But I like that. And as you said, he kind of when you watch it being an adult, you know, and seeing it through our two eyes, we were nearly fifty. It does show a totally different kind of side oh. to the film, and it's it, it raises it, a lot. I don't know. It shocked me. I, apart like the first bit, well, I remember. I was thinking, here we go. I'm not going to like this because I'm not a massive fan of. I'm going to air quotes sex comedies. Right. I don't like that term. No. But well, would you? Like, but we said this. I don't. I don't class this comedy. as a sex comedy. No. It's a comedy that features sex, but it's, yeah. Doesn't don't run comms finish finish have sex in them. Well, yeah. I mean, Animal House did as well, and and you got all this kind of making wealth in London did. I think Animal know. House is probably a more sexist film than this. Yeah, I mean, we have we had stuff in here in the the seventies, didn't we? Which is called the Confessions film, which Confessions of a Window Cleaner, yeah, yeah, Confessions yeah. of which I think were classified as sex comedies because sex was the key part of it. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. wasn't. This was really the key part of it. it. Was one a guy wanting to lose his virginity, but two, like a bit like I suppose. I suppose you could class American Pie as a sex comedy because yes. that is the dominant thing about that. that is is throughout the whole of it. Is, well, is, they're all them. they're all virgins in that, aren't they? Because they're, they're younger as well, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, know, they are younger. They're younger, and, aren't they? And he uses the pie I haven't to, watched just... that in years, and it made me want to watch it. I thought, oh, I'm going to watch that. You know what film it made me want to watch, which I haven't watched? Probably seen Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, right, okay. Because that's in the same ballpark, isn't it? Yeah. To... When's the last time you watched Revenge of the Nerds? Uh, the last at time school? I watched it was at school with you, yeah. And that, that was, was another film that had a big effect on me. And I'm going to have a look for it if it's around anywhere. Because I think that was, if I remember, that was sort of the same kind of thing, weren't it? Yeah, it was. I mean, I'm sure there was a nude scene in that, weren't there, with girls, where they're all perving on girls? I can't, I'm honestly, sure I couldn't tell you. 
I couldn't tell. It's a bit like a Kentucky Fried movie as well. It's yeah, like yeah. all these things that Big came Bulls out. And, well. Yeah. There's loads yeah, of me, yeah, yeah, of course. So, um, yeah. We'll have to have a we'll have to have a Google and a look at some of that. Now I do have some some trivia for you. I do like I do know that yeah. you like it. Yeah. Um as I told you, Todd about Howard's son. Now there's two re- there's two sequels. There's um Porky's the next day and Is it Porky's worth watching that second one now I've got your DVD? Is it worth it? Uh well, I, every film's worth watching, isn't it? Um it's no, very, are we going to get anything more out of that story, or is it? No, it's virtually exactly. on that no, one there's, there's a shower scene in it, and and, and that kind of. But to be honest with you, I haven't watched that since I watched Porky's the first time round. I've not watched that on my on that my disc. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I haven't seen it. Um, it's supposed to be the next day. It's supposed to be a follow up. It's one of them things. I suppose it's worth watching if you ain't got anything else to do. But yeah, I yeah. couldn't tell you because I can't remember anything about it. Um, that, I think that is a good review there, isn't it? I think because the first one so sticks in your mind. Yeah. I don't know if I need, yeah. I don't know if I need to because it's like it's a, it's a nice little film on its own, isn't maybe, it? Maybe it's a film to put on if you're just kind of chilling and you yeah, don't. In the background. You know, you, you know, on the background, you don't really need to do anything. Porky's Revenge, which strange enough isn't on that DVD that yeah. I'll give you, which I don't, and I don't own it. And it's one of the, you know what I'm like, I'm a bit of a collector for. Yeah, but you're not I'm kind of like, oh, I'm thinking, do I buy it? So I've got it. Like, I'm never going to watch it, am I? No, but there no. was, there was a remake that came out. And yeah, and it was called Porky's Pimp, Porky's Pimpin Pee Wee. And it was released straight on uh, video on demand in 2009. Wow. Um, no, no other information about it. It's not available anywhere. I suppose it could be available by torrent. Um, but yeah, so that's the that's the only that, thing. That, that's really thing. mad that you. That, but yeah, again, it's one of the films that try and remake films in that period and they make it a bit more shinier and work yeah. there. It loses something, doesn't it? Does, it does. You need to have that graininess of it. You need to yeah. have that kind of amateurish thing of it because that's what it would be like. Because Also, I will say, and I know I said this to you the other day, but I adore the fashion in this film. Oh, no. I adore, that, oh that my God. That fashions, I love that 50s. And that's yeah. where skinhead fashion come from. That's where it all come from. That's it. And I do like, I do like, I, I love my checkered shirts, man. And I'm kind of like, when I get to the stage where I can actually took my took my shirt into yeah. my jeans without I'm looking like Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. I will buy a t a shirt and a shirt like that. I, I really do. Now, interesting here, writer director Bob Clark gathered material for the movie over a fifteen year period. Wow. The story is composed of incidents collected from the from the mates of his generation, along with some of his own personal memories from growing up in high school. All right. Yeah. Uh, this was the highest grossing movie from Canada. Bear in mind, it's a Canadian movie. Uh, for 24 years, as of 2010, it was it's now the highest, uh, uh, just been beaten by uh, Good Cop, Bad Cop, I think. Oh, and Resident Evil Afterlife. All oh, right. Um, That's... In 98... Gone, what? Well, no, 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 no. It's, it's, no, it's, it's pretty amazing. In 82, Porky's was the top... <laughs> this is a mad one. Was the top movie in the USA for eight weeks... What? And was second only to the 16 weeks that Steven Spielberg's E.T. came out, oh, which God, helped them once. But get two completely different bloody films out about youth. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um, actors Alec, Alec, Alex Carlos and Susan Clark are married and have worked together on numerous productions. So that's the production side. So that's where the whole family thing comes into, which is which is quite good. Uh, we know the real name of Pee Wee uh, is Edward Morris, which is obviously not. <laughs> not as good now this is the thing i've told you about the car any car enthusiasts uh, on our waffle on page might be interested in this. now brian schwartz had a 1953 jaguar 
XK120, and this model was produced from 1949 to 1954 and had a six-cylinder engine what? with a top speed of 122 miles per hour. Yeah, but that is it, not it, someone. That is not a cheap car. No, no. <laughs> but it was the time of hot rods, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's a beautiful car. American Graffiti. Yeah. You know, bloody, you know, even like the Rebel Vatican cores. That's what well, I think now. Well, whether this was actually a thing, that's all we think of. Like, it was like a lot of privileged white kids who had, talking to a poor, but they all had amazing fucking cars in the 17. But the funny thing is, though, is that the trucks that they have in this car, this is what now people tend to buy these trucks now and pimp them, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really do them up like um, Gas Monkey Garage do it, Rust Brothers do it, all that kind of stuff. Well, right? I, love, I love pickup trucks anyway, I do. I love pickups. <laughs> yeah, pickup trucks like, are just. something about them. I just like a lot of Broncos and all that kind of thing. Yeah, that, that, I'd love to have one of them. I love not, pra- not practical, though. <laughs> yeah, but I think it, you can't even get them in this country now. I think you have to import them, but I love you them. Do, yeah, you have to import them. Now, this is interesting. The $10, right, that the black chap has uh, when he was paid to scare off the naked men, pretending to be Cherry Forever's husband, comes out to $95.16 in 2019. So they paid him nearly $100. yeah. Equivalent in 1954. Just to do that again, as I'm saying to you, these kids have got money. <laughs> well, that's the kid when when the goats and pork is, and they're going to pay a hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like what they've got thousands of dollars to spend. Uh, the last one I've got here is uh, Kim Cattrall took a small role in the film because she needed the money and was horrified at first to see her name at the top of the poster. People thought it was the end of my career. Afterwards, she had sorry, that's what she said. Afterwards, she had trouble getting serious roles because I was sexualized in that way. Yeah. But you come to own it. You have you haven't actually seen Kim nude. You've seen the character uh, nude. Now, Kim Cattrall is quite interesting because because of her success in um, Sex in the City, yeah. she wrote several books about the power of femininity and the power of sexuality. Oh. Where she was saying that more women need to be in control of their sexual desires and yeah, you know to, to take more control. And I think that's a really important thing that what she says about that because you have to understand that it's you're not seeing Kim Cattrall nude, you're seeing the character. I suppose yeah, in yeah. essence you are kind of seeing her yeah, nude. Yeah. But it's quite interesting the fact that and then you see this new Sex in the City film. Well, I don't know whether it's come out or if it has been out. The fact well, the she's not in it. Emma's my wife's loved it and just watched the series. Oh, and okay. Yeah. Kim Cattrall in it, it's terrible. Oh, really? Terrible. She said yeah. because she was the heart of it. She was the one who was honest about, oh, like having sex. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird, which is, isn't it? Which is the, the breakthrough, isn't it? don't like having sex. Well, yeah. of course they do. Of course they do. men. Well, yeah, and then it's about, and that's the breakthrough of it, and it, it's uh, just one of them annoying things. Anyway, we do have new news, don't we, Cal? So anyway, that's the that's the thing of Porky's. We hope you enjoy it. Uh, go and buy it if you want to, and I'm sure you can download it. Well, you can. It's on YouTube for free. Yeah, is it? All right. It's in two parts, so so that's that's how I got the theme music. So you will notice you can hear the cars in the background during the theme music. But hey ho, I'm sure people don't care. Um, we obviously we're not going to say about this what we're going to be talking about because it's a year's time. But next year, Cal, me and you are both fifty years old, and so we've decided to do um a film that's released in every month of 1973. So the film will have come out in January, February. There's only two films that don't do that, unfortunately, because the films that came out, I think it was in April or something, were atrocious. And also yeah, in September... pick films just for the sake of it. No, no, no. We picked these are all good films as well, aren't they? Oh, they are amazing films, which we cannot wait to get to get yeah. our teeth into. In the September uh, next year, we're going to do TV show programs started in 1973. But we have a banger of a film coming next month. We're not 
not changing it. We are doing it because we've been talking about it for about, well, we've been talking about yeah. it for 20 years. Yeah. Well, since we do the podcast, we're doing it. Kel, what is it? We are doing The French Connection. Because uh, we have not done a Gene Adams. films yeah. made. Yeah, I'm so looking forward to rewatch it. I watched it for a few years. Yeah. Do you want to buy my box set then? Because I've got The French Connection and French Connection 2. I love The French Connection 2 as well. But when we do that, I will tell you my take on French Connection 2. But I'm not going to do it now because we'll spoil it all for the podcast. Exactly. But I love yeah. French Connection 2. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And it's got the fucking god that's bloody Gene Hackman and Roy Schneider in it. Oh, Gene perfect. Hackman. Oh, what a great fucking actor. And we can also talk about a TV show that came as well. So we'll, we can delve into that as well. I'm sure Carl Meany had something to do with that, didn't he, Carl Meany? Yeah, no, that was, no, no, no. That was, uh, that was Life on Mars, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it both? Ooh. Okay, that will come next month anyway. But yeah, we're looking forward to doing that. So we have done Gene, a Gene Hatman film. We did Superman, but this well, is no. a leading Gene Hatman film. And the man who's still it's alive. It's Papa Doyle. It's Papa Doyle. But he's, he's still alive. He's happily retired and he's enjoy, yeah. enjoying his life. And we want to we want to waffle on about him. So if anyone has any comments about this or this film or any of our shows that we've done, Jen will be up in a bit to give you all the blurb. Um, but, Kel, have you got anything else you want to want to say before we go? I think I've vented my spleen there enough. Okay. Oh, we are going to the Coventry Comic Con, aren't we? Oh, yeah, yeah. They say anyone's about in the, in the, in the, in the area. Yeah. So yeah. Me, me and you are going and our, uh, our regular guest host, Pete's coming along with us because yeah. he is obsessed with Arthur Bostrom from Hello, Hello. He is aching Do you think he'll do a joke? Do you think he'll speak like that to him? I think Pete will speak to him. <laughs> oh, uh, he ain't going to do that, is he? <laughs> no, he wouldn't. He's no. probably heard that a million yeah. bloody times. He probably has. But that, now that you've said that, as Pete always listens to us, he probably will do that now deliberately and he'll probably he's drag like, you I'm, over. I'm just pissing <laughs> by your window. <laughs> Not- what do you think? You're still finding it funny though. That's what it is. I was watching. I was watching Return Return of Hello Hello the other day on YouTube, right? And it was. It's kind of. I think it was only. It's done not long before Gordon Kay passed away, but it's a live audience and it's almost like a play. But it, I tell you what, watch it, it. I actually laughed at quite a bit of it, and I thought, oh, it's about. I've got to tell you, and before we go, right? Because you're shaking your head at this. When I went to the hospital earlier on, yeah. I thought about searching for Star Trek Discovery on Pluto, right? And I managed to find it briefly, but using my phone, I couldn't quite work out how I was meant to watch it. You know what I ended up watching? I only watched the first 15 minutes of it. It was the pilot episode. It was the pilot episode of Highway to Heaven. What? I hated that bloody program. I I tell you what, though. I tell you what. I was I was captivated by it. Now I wouldn't watch all of the series, obviously, but it starts off so well. The way that he just t- he's just walking down this this road, and this bloke comes up and he says uh, he puts his thumb out and he goes, "Where are you going?" And he says this place. And uh, as he's about to get in, the guy that's ten dollars, and he goes, "You said you're going that way." And he goes, "Nothing's free in this world, pal." And he he closes the door and he goes, "Kindnesses." And he goes, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Kindness is free." And the guy drives off. And as he drives off, you see Michael Landon smile. And the car's van breaks down. So, of course, he walks past. And then he helps fix the van. And the guy lets him jump in for free. And he's thanking him. And he goes, no problem, kindness. Works. And I was there going, you know what? This is this is all right, you know. I quite enjoyed it. And he's, uh, You're not going to buy it all, are you? Oh, no, 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 no. But I wouldn't mind watching <laughs> it. But it's not until you, you, you watch the credits where it says, written by Michael Landon, produced by Michael Landon, directed by Michael Landon. The guy did everything, got it. Did he sing the theme tune? <laughs> I don't think he sang the theme tune, no. no, no. But there you go. I'll, I'll leave you with that, with that glory. 
All right, then. So we'll see you all next month. Please do say stay safe and uh, we'll see you for the French Connection. Bye. You've been listening to Waffle On. If you'd like to get in touch or join the mailing list, you can by emailing the guys at waffleonpodcast at gmail.com. You can also have some waffly fun by joining their Facebook page. Simply type in Waffle On Podcast in the search bar and away you go. This has been a Waffle On production. Copyright Simon Meddings and Mark C. Kelly. Hey, <laughs> <laughs>